and welcome back to Air Magique. I'm your host Eric and with me is my amazing co-host Niels. Hello everyone, today we're talking all about the latest Disneyland Paris, nighttime entertainment, adventures power the night and magic over Disney. Yes, but before we get to all that, some news. Niels, what's something that's caught your eye over the past month? Well, my news for this month is the release of uh, Marvel Studios Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and it's not just the movie that makes me super excited. I didn't see it yet, but uh, <laughs> have to see it soon. But I'm extremely happy that Disneyland Paris announced some temporary additions to Avengers Campus and Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel from February 15, which is also the release date of the movie. Nice. But it's also <laughs> when we're recording this episode. <laughs> so let's read through the uh, press release together. First of all, there's some extra entertainment. Ant-Man and the Wasp have a special message for the recruits, is what the press release says. Gather on Stark Plaza during the last heroic welcome of the day. So that's one of the shows happening on the Quinjet platform. The last one of the day will feature something extra. And they say you may get a chance to meet them on campus during their training session with PIM Discs. So... This should be something exciting as we didn't see any PIM discs before, except for the big statue that is uh, right next to a PIM kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And this is temporary, but I'm hoping that it stay a little bit longer so that more people get a chance to experience it. Honestly, like at least a month yeah. would be nice. Exactly. I think that would be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since this was like a last minute announcement. So next is the collectible cards. So we know the cards from many other seasons and uh, special events that you can collect from cast members. They're really cool. Absolutely. And now there are also a couple of Marvel Avengers Campus Ant-Man cards. And as they say, at unexpected sizes, and I already saw a couple of them coming by on Instagram. The Ant-Man one is huge and the others seem to be smaller. So that's a really nice touch for these collectible cards. These cards are only available from February 15 to February 19. So really limited time. Oh yeah, that's way too limited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then there's also an activity leaflet. The press release says Ant-Man and the Wasp are back from the quantum realm, along with the little missions for the whole family. Find out about some of the campus secrets and learn more about PIM particle technology. So they're probably highlighting some of the nice details in Avengers Campus in this leaflet. Mm -hmm. Also for a limited time. Then there's a magic shot from the 18th to the 28th. (laughs) Not sure why this is only starting on the 18th and not on the actual movie release date (laughs) but uh, it's nice that they have another photo pass opportunity they're also adding a dessert to pim kitchen from february the 15th for a limited time so we don't know uh, till when probably (laughs) depending on how much uh, people uh, eat uh, these uh, new desserts it's a quantum micro mousse (laughs) yeah and they say that it's a tasty dessert that combines the sweetness of a chocolate mousse with the crunchiness of crispy strawberries Mm-hmm. And the last thing they're adding are two cocktails to the Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel Skyline bar. So that's also really nice that they keep on changing the cocktails and mocktails in the bars. Yeah, those do look really cool. They have some exotic flower on there. Yeah. I hope they taste as good as they look. Yeah. There's some whipped, whipped cream, cream going yeah, on. Quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what is kind of funny is that to hold the exotic flower in place, they just use this yeah. regular clothing line clip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like what you use to hang nice. your garments on the clothing line to yeah. dry out in the sun. But it does look really cool and colorful. It has this blue and red syrup. Yeah, blue and red from the pin particle technology. So that's yeah. a nice touch. But I think it's nice that they also extend this to the hotel, uh, not keeping it just to the Avengers campus. 
And this is what keeps me really excited. And I really, really hope that Disney keeps on doing this for each and every new Marvel release in cinemas or on Disney Plus as the campus will some extra attention every time totally. but it will also remain a place to really explore new things uh, during every visit and that's exactly what Disneyland Paris was lacking in the past uh, I think I love these dynamics I really like that too it keeps it feeling really yeah, fresh exactly yeah. especially with Marvel they're doing a really good mm. job integrating the newest film or whatever into the Disney Parks universe even if it's just in a small way like a cocktail yep. and a new dessert yep. and maybe just a quick meet and greet or a magic shot something that is really easy to implement for them yeah it's a pretty low cost thing for them to do, but it has a really nice impact on guest experience and it makes it feel super current and up to date. Yeah. I was actually just checking out the heroic welcome. So <laughs> it's basically Ant-Man and the Wasp going up on the Quinjet platform and waving to everybody and chatting a little bit from uh, a distance and then all the other heroes come in as well. So it's just a distanced meet and greet basically, but mm, it's cute. Okay. And how about the big particle discs? I didn't see anything about those. Hmm. Maybe they're delayed. They're on their way from China. Not a pin particle <laughs> inside today. Wondering how this will work out. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> myself. I'm like waiting for it and it never came. So I'm like, okay, I guess that's not happening today. Yeah, I was hoping for something like the Wakanda Warriors training, yeah. maybe something like that. But then with the pin particles. Or... It'd be fun to see them carry around like yeah. a huge pin particle disc oh, yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> or ask the audience to participate somehow by making movements or yeah. whatever. But still, yeah. really happy that there's a lot of things going on at the Avengers campus. Totally. So, What's your news this month, Eric? Yeah, so my news pick is a somewhat unofficial look we recently got at the new Disneyland Ooh. hotel rooms. <laughs> so as many of y'all listening will know, the flagship hotel is currently undergoing an in-depth refurbishment. And according to DLP Report on Twitter, an unnamed contractor working on the project recently shared images showing an uncompleted royal room. Mm. One photo appears to show updated bluish pattern wallpaper behind where the beds will go, as well as wall-mounted lighting fixtures shaped like candles. Walls and nightstands appear to have been painted in light, sandy beige, although it's kind of difficult to determine the exact shade due to the photo's poor picture quality. Mm -hmm. But it's really interesting to get a peek at how they updated the room. It still feels very classic, especially with the lighting fixtures that look like candles. It has a very castle inspired design. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interior designers don't kill me. I know that's not like a real thing. <laughs> and the second photo we got appears to show a seating area below what, what could potentially be the future TV mirror hybrid yeah, that we know and love I think so. from Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. Mm -hmm. Furthermore, there is a Walmart desk that appears to be on the right-hand side with electrical outlets and various cabinets nearby. So you got plenty of space to store all your goodies. You've also got a little desk in case you need to send some last minute emails out <laughs> before you head into the parks for work. The seating area does look really cool because it's a little comfy place to sit and maybe put your shoes on, take your shoes off. But there's also a LED lighting strip yeah, below. below. So yeah. I think that'll be really nice in the evenings if you just want some indirect lighting and you're laying in bed and you don't want to turn on the mm -hmm. bright overhead lights. That's a really nice option right yeah. there. And just like in the hotel in New York, it looks like there are two little spots above the TV, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. And also spots in the corners of the room. So yeah, yeah, totally. I hope those will be dimmable. That'd be really nice. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. at least that you can maybe just keep one on and turn the other off or something. Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the TV mirror hybrid. I hope they maybe managed to refine the whole audio issue that they had at the Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, where you couldn't really hear it very well unless you turned it up really high and then you maybe heard something from the neighbors. So mm -hmm. I hope they added just a little slit below so the sound could properly perforate that surface. 
other than that, from the concept art, I mean, it looks really cool. Yeah. Disney's also integrating intellectual property into the refurbished Disneyland hotel. So hotel guests can expect to discover elements like a tangled inspired mirror in the new royal rooms that we just talked about, as well as completely themed suites. So there will be one for Frozen. Yeah, well, everything is going to be reopening in 2024, which is really exciting. It's not too far away. So a year more or less. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we could be talking about the latter end of 2024, but I hope at least for the summer of 2024. But yeah. we'll see. I'm not expecting them to open it on the 1st of January. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, let's hope that they don't need the whole year. Totally. <laughs> I would really love for them to do something like they do over at the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel, which is these temporarily themed rooms and suites. So just keep mm-hmm. switching out the theme depending on whatever is hot right now. So let's say a new Encanto film comes out and Encanto is the next big thing again. (laughs) Then maybe do an Encanto themed room that's just there for one or two years and then switch it out again. So I think that's something that Tokyo does really well. They have these overlay suites as well. They had one for Kingdom Hearts recently. Oh yeah, I saw that. And currently there's a Stitch room and a Beauty and the Beast room. Oftentimes these are rooms that are a little bit less attractive in terms of view. Given that the room is so nicely themed, kind of makes up for it, which is really fun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that would be really fun if we would get some more changing elements in our hotels as well. Totally. Yeah. And basically, Hotel New York does that with the art collection. Eh? Sometimes there are temporary pieces of art uh, edited. That's true. But that's, of course, not in the rooms. Yeah, at least something's going on. Most uh, definitely. <laughs> I also wanted to just quickly come back around to Avengers Campus here and reveal that Disneyland Paris has announced that Avengers Assemble Flight Force in Walt Disney Studios Park will gain show lighting upgrades the spring, so 2023, in case you're listening to this in the future. This announcement confirms the earlier rumor that Disney was considering plussing the attraction shortly after opening. As many of you will probably know, Avengers Assemble Flight Force has received mixed reviews, with many praising the queue and animatronic, which are really amazing, mm-hmm. while the on-ride experience has been maybe less favorably received, <laughs> also by me personally. <laughs> so, installing the upgrades won't impede day-to-day operations, and the attraction will remain open to parkours throughout the day, which is also really cool. So this is like a Haunted Mansion style (laughs) upgrade where they won't have to close it for a really long time or anything like that. But I've gotten the chance to write it now a few more times. And I have to say that with each time riding it, I like it a little bit more because I'm getting more of the oh. story elements or depending on where you sit, you can see more of the projections. Uh, yeah. So you're starting to appreciate it uh, more and more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to saying it's even on the top 10 of my favorite attractions at Disneyland Paris right now, but it's not as terrible as I first felt like it was. <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with the new show lighting. Right. It would be a dream yeah. come true if they actually installed some physical props or sets in there. I think that would add so much value to the ride experience. But other than that, it's okay. And hopefully after this upgrade, it'll be good. At least I'm hoping for a good, if yeah. not a great. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Let's see. But be aware of the people working when you're riding it. <laughs> so keep your hands and arms inside. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get that unmotivated French construction worker smoking a cigarette while hot gluing something to the wall. <laughs> Did you see that picture from the Royal Pub where they're adding some of the quote unquote theming elements and this dude is just like casually no, smoking no. a cigarette? <laughs> people were joking like, oh, they can't even get the employees to not smoke in the non-smoking area. Oh, <laughs> so it's no. People smoking everywhere, running joke <laughs> yeah. here. Now, before we get to the main topic, I wanted to mention that in this month's Patreon exclusive show, we are launching our new Pirates of the Caribbean deep dive series. 
We're exploring the official attraction history as well as adding a bunch of fun facts and neat secrets that we ourselves have gathered. You can get access to all that starting at just two euros per month over on patreon.com slash and stick around to the end of the show for a sneak peek of that Patreon exclusive episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, Niels and I both recently got to experience some fabulous Disneyland Paris nighttime spectaculars and no, they're not like illuminations. So we thought we'd break the shows down for y'all. Be aware we are going to go into a little bit of detail here so spoiler warning <laughs> but without any further ado let's dive right into magic over disney <laughs> yes so eric you had a chance to experience it yes in a nutshell what is magic over disney so magic over disney is a seasonal nighttime spectacular performed in walt disney studios park mm -hmm. it's only available on select dates during the off season and colder months of the year specifically november and january the show basically replaced Disney's magical fireworks and bonfire, which was previously used as an incentive to entice more folks to come and visit during the colder months. In all honesty, I think Magic Over Disney is a huge step up from its predecessor. Mm -hmm. The projection mapping and soundtrack are way more Disney and upbeat. Although I did enjoy seeing like Disney being used for entertainment. Oh, <laughs> so, <really? laughs> yeah, no, it's really mm -hmm. worth seeing. It's really nice. cool. So Eric, what can uh, Disney Park goers expect from Magic Over Disney? So expect the full extravaganza, mm -hmm. projection mapping, catchy music and fireworks, lots and lots of fireworks, extremely up close fireworks. Ah. I don't think I've ever been this close to professional explosives. Really? Let me assure everyone we felt perfectly safe the entire time. <laughs> At the same time, it takes some getting used to having a large firework light up just a few feet in front of you. Mm -hmm. Before the show begins, cast members were setting up multiple black spheres on a stick. Since we attended the last performance, I was like, oh, you know, this is for video equipment. Perhaps they're taping the last show of the season. Yeah. No, they were high power firework launchers and it was the largest scale fireworks performance I've ever been not five meters away from. So mm. <laughs> it felt very intimate. The show itself features DJ Mickey Mouse in the form of projection mapping on the Tower of Terror, remixing iconic Disney songs. Let me tell you, the show soundtrack was a bop. It's in my top three of most catchy Disney show soundtracks. Oh, really? Yeah, it was so cool. Everything was upbeat, featured lots of electro swing remixes, and many people were grooving along, including us. So it really felt like a party. One of the best songs in the show was the I Want to Be Like You from the Jungle Book remix, mm -hmm. and it's the Sim Gratina remix. I'll link it in the show notes. Trust me, you won't regret it. It's a groovy electro swing dream. So much fun. Oh. By the way, if you missed Magic Over Disney or just want to relive it, we have the full show on our YouTube channel as well. Other than that, the show also featured remix hits from the Aristocats, Frozen, Coco, Aladdin, and of course, the iconic It's a Good Time song from Mickey and Minnie's 90th birthday. Nice that they're still <laughs> using that. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. What was your highlight from Magic Over Disney, Eric? Seeing the projection mapping on the Tower of Terror combined with the up-tempo music was my personal highlight. I can't really pick one specific moment that stood out from the rest because everything was just really, really cool. Mm -hmm. The entirety of Magic Over Disney is just one big party. Honestly, it could have run even longer. The show runs for about 10 minutes, okay. so it's rather on the shorter end. Mm -hmm. I think about 20 minutes is pretty ideal for a nighttime spectacular yeah. you're watching standing up. 
the added length would make it worth lining up early, which most folks do. Mm -hmm. Waiting 30 minutes with some diehards, even lining up an hour before the performance starts. Well, the payoff would be even better if that lasted just a little bit longer. Yeah. Again, truly a fabulous show, though. I can understand that. And I totally agree that around 20 minutes would be ideal. As yeah. <laughs> 25, 30 is getting on the long side. Indeed, as you have to stand and... Totally. Your feet hurt. Exactly. <laughs> From walking yeah. around the park yeah. all day. Yeah. But yeah. then it's just on the short side. Uh, indeed for the whole wait. Yeah, like, oh, yep. it's over already. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So any last uh, takeaways from the show? Yeah, so if you got the chance, check it out. It's totally worth watching and you'll have a blast. Literally with all the fabulous fireworks and music, mm -hmm. they'll be in your face. Disneyland Paris also offered special travel deals for Magic Over Disney. So you can usually book those through your local market discount travel agencies or websites. So not only do you get a pretty good deal, mostly low crowds, but also exclusive entertainment on top of that. We stayed at the David Crockett Ranch this time around, and with the annual pass mm -hmm. discount, it came in at just 70 euro per night. This is without tickets, of course, for our standard cabin, which was a really good deal. Room rates go up to 700 euro per night, not including park tickets during peak times. So right. it makes a massive difference on what dates you decide yeah, to visit. Absolutely. If you're going on the peak of summer vacation, you're going to be putting down <laughs> some big bucks. I mean, if you have them, not a bad thing. Some people, you know, you can't go in the middle of November. <laughs> I totally understand. But yeah. but yeah, if you're pretty flexible on yeah. dates, Magic Over Disney dates are definitely worth checking out. It's definitely nice to check this out indeed. And yeah, and then have the special price on the rooms. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I read uh, last week that Magic Over Disney is coming back later this year. So I saw 6 and 8 November uh, for this year and also nice. 17, 22 and 24 of January 2024. So cool not sure if that will be the same show or the same show with some updates or something completely completely different, but at least we know that Magic Over Disney is coming back. This is just my gut feeling, but I'm guessing it's going to be the same show. And if we're lucky, we'll maybe get one or two new songs. Yeah, uh, we'll just see. some amendments. Uh, indeed. <laughs> yeah, maybe they can just make it a little bit longer and add something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like one or two more songs, it would be perfect. Yeah, so it's good that we discussed this, not in the Patreon show, but in this uh, public uh, version of Air Magic. So uh, Disney can also uh, hear our opinions. <laughs> oh, by the way, random side note on Disney's Davy Crockett Ranch. Yeah. I'm not sure if we talked about this on the episode we recorded on the Davy Crockett Ranch, so I'll mention it here. So the pool was open yeah. in the middle of January, which is really nice. Yeah, and also for the full day, right? Yeah, completely. It was open until 10 p.m. So mm -hmm. even when the parks were closing at 6 and 7 p.m. respectively, you could head on over there and enjoy some nice pool time, which is cool. Yep. And the cabins, they're outfitted with a bunch of electrical heating units, mm -hmm. and they work really well. Yep. We got our cabin really toasty. We weren't cold. There's no issue on that front. One thing that was kind of funny was that our cabin was a little bit crooked like yeah. the entire cabin yeah. and I didn't notice this at first until I was standing in the shower and everything <laughs> felt like it was just tilting a little bit to the left <laughs> yeah. no nothing that really would bother anyone yeah. I guess the ground underneath is not perfectly level no, but I had the same experience and also in other vacation parks in uh, France with cabins like that yeah. <laughs> so it's just part of the authentic experience I, I guess, guess so. uh, yeah. no but I totally agree those electric heaters work pretty good you can set the preferred temperature on each of them yeah. there's also an air conditioning in the kitchen living room area which can also be used to heat a room so uh, oh yeah. yeah and if you're driving an electric vehicle and have an adapter to use just regular electrical outlets to charge it mm -hmm. you can totally do so by opening the window from the front bedroom and just plugging it in there yep. i would recommend i don't think these cables can handle a lot of power regulate your uh, this is getting kind of technical sorry so the full <laughs> charging status is usually 13 <laughs> amperes for most cars i would say regulate that down to seven not to burn the wires out or anything stay safe yeah also you 
will need to leave that window open and push comes to shove people can climb up in that window so if you're exactly. concerned about that um, maybe this <laughs> isn't the best option for you but if you're not too worried about all that then go ahead and do it we did it it wasn't a problem it was all good <laughs> and the great thing was the next morning we had a full battery so that was really fun okay yeah well they basically should add some electric chargers to the main parking of the hotel yeah, yeah or by the cabins just some outdoor outlets would be totally cool too it doesn't have to be anything fancy or fast no true uh, that'd be very convenient uh, absolutely yes Niels you experienced the fantastic new nighttime spectacular Avengers Power of the Night so I want to hear all about this <laughs> in a nutshell what is Power of the Night well, now the Disneyland Paris 30th anniversary grand finale started. Disney added some very cool nighttime entertainment. Avengers Power the Night runs from the 28th of January until the 8th of May Ooh. in Walt Disney Studios Park at park closing time. So keep an eye on those calendars as closing time really differs from day to day or week to week. This spectacle on and around the Tower of Terror, just like uh, Magic Over Disney, is an all-new show and it basically extends the Avengers campus to the production courtyard nice. as it's fitting the same story. Totally. I think it's really cool that they're still using the Tower of Terror. I wish the show didn't just go until the 8th of May. I need this for like at least the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering what's happening after the 8th of May. Will we get the show extended because of its success or is there something else maybe yeah it's the 8th of may that's basically when we're starting to get into the warmer months and more yeah. people being out on holidays yeah, spring holidays i wonder if it's a capacity concern probably because even though the production courtyard is mm -hmm. pretty big but it's not massive. You're not going to get an illumination size crowd in there. So I wonder if they're like, okay, 8th of May, that's when all the school vacation starts and the parks get really, yeah. really full. For security reasons, we're going to not line people up yeah. there. But I might be completely wrong. And to perform this show, they have to close Avengers Campus early. Ah, yeah. And that's okay. maybe something they don't want to do indeed in spring holiday season. Yeah. But it's just uh, speculation. So maybe uh, totally. it's still there after the 8th of May. But uh, we don't know for sure. Totally. Yeah. Like I said, I would love to see this last throughout the rest of the year because it looks really cool and i'm not sure if i'll get a chance to check it out in person but mm -hmm. yeah so what can disney park goers expect from power of the night yeah so the tower of terror becomes a huge projection screen when the evening falls power of the night <laughs> so cool features well a bit simplistic but i think pretty cool and very colorful comic style projections there's music, there's sound effects, of course, some uh, pyrotechnics. Don't expect uh, full fireworks, but there are some nice effects. And up to 500 drones, and that's pretty unique. Yeah. So I think Disney Delight has like 200 drones, usually. Yeah, nice. So they really upgraded, yeah. which is yeah. cool. Can make more complex imagery. Yeah, absolutely. Let's wait for the next show with a thousand uh, drones. <laughs> 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 so as Disney says, uh, it's something never seen before in any Disney park. And that's totally true. The show isn't very long uh, this one is only nine minutes so even a bit shorter oh, than no. uh, magic over disney <laughs> yeah. yeah but we finally have a structural well at least till the 8th of may nighttime show at the studios and uh, yeah that's something yeah feels like luxury yeah, <laughs> at disneyland paris totally. so that's something that i'm really uh, encouraging the perfect way to end your day at the studios and also to see something fun and cool I like that this show extends to the Avengers Campus story I said with the Artificial Intelligence uh, Friday and that is uh, also in the facade of Avengers Flight Force. 
Friday is being projected on the tower to start and close the show. And we can hear her talk. So that's a nice way to do the introduction. And Friday is also calling us recruits, thanking us for our efforts that day. So it really feels like you should see this show after visiting uh, the Avengers campus. The downside here is that the show is taking place just outside the campus, of course, huh, on the production courtyard. Right. And the Hollywood Tower Hotel doesn't fit the campus style. So yeah, that's a little bit weird, but still lovely show. And maybe this could be <laughs> a reason to change the tower into a Marvel Tower, just like they did in Anaheim. <laughs> maybe not Very popu- mixed feelings about yeah, that, Neil. Not, Very not mixed a feelings. opinion, maybe. <laughs> uh, and, and I do love how it looks like right now, but... I can also imagine that they want to make Avengers Campus even more powerful. Yeah, I think the big issue with the Marvelified Tower of Terror is that it's a humor-based attraction. Yeah. <laughs> and that's always something really difficult at Disneyland Paris. Yeah. yeah, the language barrier. So if it's all in French, everybody's going to be like, what? If it's all in English, <laughs> the French people are going to be like, what? So I like it in California. I think it's fine for what it is. Yeah. But I think I would prefer to just keep it as a Tower of Terror, even though there is sort of this weird kind of disconnect yeah. when the projection mapping show starts. But that's just the way it is. If you think about the castle, it's also, it's not the Little Mermaid castle, but they're projecting the Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast onto it during illumination. So right. it's not always going to be this perfect harmonious thing, but it works right. as a tool to carry the projections and then yeah. the drones do the rest of the heavy lifting or maybe someday fireworks. Yeah. You just see those letters, <laughs> Hollywood Tower Hotel. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coming through the Marvel animations. That's a little bit weird, right, but I understand. still, as said, lovely show. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your highlight from Power of the Night? Well, <laughs> Only one answer is possible, yeah. <laughs> the drones, of course, but uh, no, it's so amazing to see so many drones creating amazing shapes in the air, like a hammer of Thor slamming the tower. <laughs> the shield of Captain America really flying in from behind the tower. It looks really sophisticated. So cool. And then we have the Ten Rings from Shang-Chi. Spoiler alert, but the very last sequence after the show closure by Friday is the appearance of Spider-Man. Swing with a web connected to the tower. Wow. And yeah, that's just amazing. The drones truly interact with the animations. So we see Captain America throwing his shield in the projection, and then the shield appears in drone form right next to the tower. So yeah, that's really smartly done and making this an amazing show. That's so awesome. I've been trying to stay mostly spoiler-free, but <laughs> while scrolling along on Twitter, I did see the fabulous Spider-Man yeah. <laughs> drone yeah, animation, yeah. which looked so cool. It is a three-dimensional Spider-Man, right? It's not just flat, like what they do with the shields. I didn't feel that it was extremely three-dimensional. Right, okay. But Mm -hmm. it didn't feel completely flat as well. Okay, so it's like a 2.5D thing. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. There's a little bit of depth. Yeah, yeah, okay. This could also depend on where you stand, probably. Right, okay. But there were some other elements, like Nick Fury, that was really like a 360. Nice face turning around so there are definitely 360 feeling elements uh, in here and uh, yeah that's making it uh, it's really spectacular and there's also well another spoiler alert a fun little element where we see a single drone light spinning around while we hear (laughs) (laughs) the wasp from ant-man is uh, going around so that's uh, fun simple and fun but working uh, really well i also like um we saw this in the concept art video the doctor strange drone formation where the drones are basically just static but by applying the lights in a clever manner it makes that i don't know what the real word Mm -hmm. is but the glowing portal that they always do in the doctor strange universe so what are your last takeaways from the show i think the show has 
this great visibility from the whole production courtyard square. Nice. The Tower of Terror is quite high and there are no trees or gardens in the square itself that are blocking the view, like you have a little bit at Central Plaza in front of the castle. But one tip, uh, the drones are all on the left side of the tower. Ah, good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Get a position with a good view on that area, but don't go too far to the left otherwise the drones feel a little bit disconnected from the tower right then spider-man is not connected with a web to the tower but yeah <laughs> floating around <laughs> yeah so the trick is to be in a central position a little bit to the left but not too far to the left so don't go into the disney dream factory stitch side of the production right. courtyard if you don't have to and a last note, when the weather is bad, the drones can't fly, of course. So don't be disappointed. Um. Okay, so I'll probably <laughs> just be projection mapping on those evenings, if anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they will probably do that. But I don't think the show doesn't have enough quality then. Right. Or they should add more fireworks. But uh, yeah. So if the weather is really bad, so then probably uh, skip this. <laughs> <laughs> and go to the other park. If the closing times are pretty close to each other, and then yeah. uh, go see uh, Illuminations or Disney Dreams in April. Yeah, yeah, totally. I will say that the Disney Delight drones have been doing a pretty good job when it comes to a little bit of rain mm -hmm. or a little bit stronger winds. They mostly perform. Yeah. So it's really only in the extreme cases that they cancel the drones. Yeah. yeah. So I do have one last question for the both of us. Are we the best Disney park for drone related entertainment? Are we Dronealicious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Disneyland Paris sets the standard with Disney Delight and Avengers Power the Night for all Disney parks worldwide because of these drones and making the drones a structural part of the nighttime entertainment. Yeah, for me, uh, this is uh, very promising. I don't want just drone shows. It should be a combination of yeah. projections and fireworks and the music. And the water too, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an additional spectacular element to the type of shows that we already know. It's really adding something. I think DLP is setting the standard here. Most definitely. I think Disneyland Paris is like leading by example mm -hmm. and they're setting the bar really high. Yeah. In terms of drone related entertainment, we're currently the only Disney park that has a yeah. drone show on a daily basis. Now with the new Avengers Power of the Night, two drone shows every evening. That's yeah, really cool. That's crazy. <laughs> Disneyland Paris has become an innovator in the themed entertainment industry. And that's something it really hasn't been since Ratatouille opened with its trackless dark ride system. So our resort is exemplary in terms of nighttime spectaculars that feature drones. And I'm really looking forward to seeing other Disney parks continue to carry the torch and hopefully keep pushing the boundaries. There's so much we can do with drone technology. I think it's an environmentally friendly alternative to fire fireworks i also love my fireworks so don't get me wrong but like <laughs> i think maybe we could downgrade the fireworks a bit but then get a little bit more drone action to kind right. of equal that out don't get rid of it completely no, but just a bit so yeah. niels where can people find you people can find me mainly on instagram i'm at capturing disney parks and i post daily pictures from the parks and for all my other activities please visit capturingdisneyparks.com brilliant be sure to follow air Magique on twitter instagram and youtube and you can check our website airmagique.net for all the latest disney parks news and podcast updates please consider supporting the show on patreon.com slash you get access to a completely new exclusive episode every single month and it really helps out a lot and keeps the show running before we go we did want to thank some of our patrons and you can also get a shout out at the sequoia tier so thank you so much to simon jen jb jerry gray andy jen ob and phillips thank you so much you guys <laughs> thanks a lot guys stay safe and have a wonderful day Bye bye, bye, -bye.
entrance of Pirates of the Caribbean, New Orleans Square in 1968. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does look gorgeous. It's so different from what we ended up getting in Paris with our Caribbean fort. I think it fits way better in Adventureland, but of course, the version in Disneyland is not in Adventureland. Yeah. So the facade makes sense in the context of where the attraction was placed. Exactly. Uh, that really looks like a building while we have more yeah. something like indeed caves and a pirate fortress indeed. Yeah, completely different. This looks like it could be on our Main Street USA. Yeah, <laughs> right next to the Tower of Terror maybe. <laughs> it looks a little bit older than yeah. Main yeah. Street, yeah. but it's definitely a completely different layout. That's so true, yeah. yeah. Now that was just a short preview of the full-length Patreon-exclusive show. You can get instant access to this episode as well as Disneyland Paris Hacks 2.0, Disneyland Paris on a Budget, and the Discoveryland Deep Dive, along with all of our other fabulous Patreon-exclusive episodes now on patreon.com slash See you there!